Hello, Conspirituality listeners. This bonus sample comes to you from our early access Patreon collection called Swan Song Series, in which we examine the historical and cultural roots that inform and fuel the teal swan spectacle. The full version of this episode will show up on this feed sometime in the future, but if you'd like to hear it now and support our growing research and publishing initiatives, please pledge $5 a month at patreon.com slash conspirituality for access to this and hundreds of hours of bonus media. When she would start to use these colors, these crayons and color pictures, um, she would des- she described, uh, I remember at that point that, oh, that, that's the color that's by you, or that's the color that's behind her. And we didn't you know, know what an aura was. We, we were not no, in that world. No clue that what that she was actually seeing Auras. when she was looking at either one of us, uh, colors emanating around our body and different colors for different people. Really slight uh, differences she could tell yeah. that she later figured out had a lot to do with uh, a person's temperament or, or their health. mood or their health, their health. particularly. And yeah. we watched her heal people. And, and I can say that as a... She's worked um, on boss. Yeah, she has on me, but I mean, any dad would say anything about yeah. their kid. But to watch her work with people who come in with some pretty significant uh, long-term chronic illnesses mm-hmm. and come away either saying, I'm well, or saying, or her telling them, you know, you need to see somebody else because here's you're talking about this issue in your body, but here's where your problem is. Pointing to a pancreas or to a lung, or and then have that, and then to be have true. that, yeah, have those people go f- seek medical, Western medical attention for uh, trauma, or mm-hmm. and sure enough, she's right. And I now, think going to see the psychic, and I and that we went to, um, she was really good. Uh, I recognized Teal right away. I mean, it was one of those weird things. We drive all the way up there. A fox crosses the road as we're driving in. That's Teal's spirit animal. And she was like, oh my God, Mom, it's a fox. And we got in there and the woman, I was so skeptical, I've got to be honest about that. And she said to me, you're going to get very cold because there'll be a lot of spirits in the room. And I remember thinking, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, we're, yeah. we have science background. So yeah. It's, and this so is all I get like, in the room and she no. hands me like two blankets and I'm holding them in my lap. And she and Teal start talking about what they see and what it's like and all of this. And it's like they're kindred spirits. And by the end of the time, I had both blankets wrapped around me. I was freezing. Mm. And it was really, for me, again, for both of us, it was a world that we... You know, we heard about it, but it wasn't one we ever really interacted with. All right, so here's where the Bosworths are empathizing with their daughter to the extent of a kind of familial teal-pilling, really. Um, It seems. Uh, Julian, what comes up for you when you hear them moving into this zone? I'm going to keep sounding like the grouchy skeptic here. I mean, to me, this is precisely why being informed about universal human cognitive vulnerabilities to things like confirmation bias or cold reading, Barnum statements, and like the the narcissistic specialness that that all of this can kind of serve. I I think it's really valuable just to, to know about this stuff. In my experience, these kinds of personal anecdotes are a dime a dozen in New Age circles. They're usually taken as undeniable evidence because how else do you explain that there was a fox or that the room suddenly felt cold? It must be the thing that it that it is claiming to be rather than some sort of, you know, just process of, of how you interpret things. 
Um, I think when, well, I know that when you look at these kinds of claims carefully, they, they tend to evaporate. They're, they're ethereal. It's a trick of the mind, and all of us are susceptible to these kinds of tricks of the mind. And certain people are very good at exploiting those vulnerabilities, even when they're sincere and they, they don't really realize that that's what they're doing. You, you actually, they, they say, we, we'd heard about this world, but we don't really interact with it. Well, now you've stepped over into that world, and it's largely a self-created world that relies on all of these sort of cognitive uh, vulnerabilities and, and uh, slippery interpretations. 